tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You've downloaded the Buckeye Leafcast with your host, Andrew T. Evans. With special guest, Chris Stefanik. Michigan State's number five. Iowa's number three. Uh, you've got Oklahoma at number four. Well, depending on the poll you go by, Iowa and Oklahoma are flip-flop. But for the sake of the college football playoff rankings, um, you've got Clemson, Alabama, Iowa, um, Oklahoma. And then I'm going to assume that Michigan State's going to be five and Ohio State's going to be number six. So being the sixth-ranked team in the nation, having only one loss, and it was to the number five team by a last-minute field goal, and you beat your arch rival on their turf by 29 points. I I think that this is a season that we can still look back on and have some pride and say this was a damn good year. Oh yeah. Yeah. They showed that ABC said that the two highest ranked games for as far as viewership, as far as you know, television sets turned on for the college football season this year. Number 1 was Ohio State versus Michigan State. Number two Ohio was Ohio State, State versus, versus Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. And they also said that the Ohio State versus Michigan, that was a record for a noon football game as far as viewership. Unbelievable. You, know, you just don't get very many people relatively, you know, in front of the TV <laughs> at noon. I mean, it's like nine o'clock on the West Coast, right? So they, but the number one and number two, for it to be the number two, and it was an, a 12 o'clock game is, is amazing to me. And what, what that tells you though is, the Rose Bowl committee has got to be sitting here like praying that Ohio State gets left out of the playoffs because, you know, they don't have to take the loser of the Big Ten championship game. They can pick whoever they want. They can pick whoever they want. Yeah. Yeah. And when they see all the people, I mean, I mean, in those two games, what's the common factor there? Well, the common factor is Ohio State. I mean, they're going to jump all over Ohio State over a, a two loss Michigan State or over a one loss Iowa there, you know, hands down. So. The worst case scenario we're looking at this year is Ohio State goes to the Rose Bowl. You know, only that little thing that we used to play to go to every single year, you know. (laughs) Well, uh, that's pretty nice consolation prize there. All right. So let's talk about it. Let's break this down. All right. There are a a, a ton of scenarios obviously still at play here because you've got the ACC championship game between number one undefeated Clemson and what, uh, heck, they're probably going to be top 10 rolling into this game, and that's a one-loss North Carolina team. Um, You've got Alabama, the number two ranked team in the country with one loss, taking on now a two-loss Florida team who just got waxed at home by Florida State, who's got two losses. And probably going to be close to the top 10. Uh, Florida State's not even in the equation, though, as taking part in the ACC championship game. But they're still probably going to be, what, maybe 12th, 11th, possibly even sitting right at 10th ranked team in the country after what they just did to Florida. Um, then you've got the uh, the Pac-12. 
and that's where the Rose Bowl comes into play. So now you've got a two-loss, what, probably, they're, I mean, they're, they were, what, ninth? Heck, is there a chance that after them beating Notre Dame, are they going to jump ahead of Ohio State? I don't know. That's going to be tough, and let's break that down here in a second. But you got Stanford with two losses, top 10 team, taking on uh, probably what? They're going to be about a 23rd or you know 22nd ranked four-loss USC team. So you've got some variables as far as who Ohio State might play in the Rose Bowl, who Ohio State might play outside of the Rose Bowl, or could Ohio State somehow, some way, back their way into the college football playoff, almost like what they did last year, and certainly what they did when they played LSU for the national championship in 2007. So, Chris, give me the likelihood, first off, of Ohio State making a college football playoff this year. What's it going to take for them to get in? Well, let me channel my uh, my Phil Collins here. Phil Collins? You channel and Take Me Home, Susudio? Hold on a second. Su-su-su-dio. All right, you ready? Yo. So take a look at me now. Because I'm still standing here. In Ohio State, making those playoffs. It's against all odds. But it's the chance I've got to take. Woo! No. <laughs> Oh Sorry, Phil is a hard act to follow, wow. man. That guy's got some pipes. Uh, some uh, some glass just broke uh, behind me. <laughs> Not in a good way. Wait, that was... Uh... <laughs> First time I've ever heard you singing, sir, and I hope it's the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't... Uh, don't uh, send Whew. that to... Uh... To a, re- a record agent, so... Uh... Well, uh... Hey, you could be like that uh, Jessica Black. Take some uh, more singing lessons. Try and uh, YouTube it. Break your way into having one of the worst uh, internet songs of all time. <laughs> it's Friday, 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 hee ha, Chocolate rain. Oh God! <laughs> There's the two second worst. <laughs> Taste no, all day. The the odds are not great, but uh, they have a chance. I mean, if if Florida can beat Alabama, they're in. I mean, hands down, they're in. Uh, the only odd thing is, is I mean, Alabama is 17-point favorites, and Florida is looking pretty, pretty, pretty weak at this point. You know, they're they're not too strong, and I think, oh, unfortunately, barring like, you know, driving rain, you know, a la Ohio State's lost the Michigan State or something like that. I mean, I just don't see Florida being able to hang with them. So, I mean, crazier things have happened though. I mean, it, it wouldn't. Be, I mean, Florida is still not an awful team. I mean, we're talking about a team that's got um, what uh, ten wins, mm. at least nine. Florida, yeah, yeah, they're ten. I think they only had yeah. one loss going into that uh, Florida State game. Yeah, they're you're, yeah. This is a ten and two team, ranked number eighteen in the country. I mean, you know, I mean, it certainly would not be unheard of for the number eighteen team in the country to knock off the number two team in the country. You know what I mean? I mean, that's sure. the kind of thing happens every year, right? Yeah. So um, there's a chance there. And then the other chance that Ohio State has is if North Carolina can beat Clemson but not look great doing it, I think that Ohio State could get in over top of North Carolina. 
it's going to be tough though. Cause I mean, if they look good beating Clemson, I mean, as it is they're I mean, right now they're ranked eight in the, in the rankings where Ohio state's ranked six. So they're not far behind them. And they will have just beat the number one team in the country. They will have, they'll be 12 and one where Ohio state's just 11 and one. They'll be conference champions where Ohio state's not a conference champion. It's going to take a lot for the committee to say, you know what? Ohio state deserves to be in there over top of the ACC champion that just beat the number one team in the country. That's got, that's 12 and one instead of 11 and one. So it's like, you know, if they win by like 10 points over Clemson, uh, you know, I don't see that now. If they can like, you know, win like a two to nothing game. <laughs> <you know? laughs> hey, that's how many points that Florida scored against Florida State. Yeah. Two. Two damn yeah. points. Unbelievable. Yeah. See, but now that's they... that, that's my issue right there. All right. North Carolina currently is ranked fourteenth in the college football playoff. Now that's gonna change on Tuesday night. But eleven and one. You're, I mean, they're probably, I mean, they're probably, I mean, Florida was ahead of them. They're going to drop. Oklahoma State was ahead of them. They're going to drop. Michigan was ahead of them. They're going to drop. I see North Carolina leaping at least four spots into number 10. They might even hop over Stanford, who's currently at nine and two. I don't know because North Carolina, I mean, you're 11 and one. And you're about to play the number one team in the nation. And if indeed they are able to knock Clemson off and win the ACC and just beat the number one team in the country, dude, I'm sorry. I almost think, I mean, as crazy as it is to say North Carolina football in the college football playoff, like aligning themselves for a national championship in football. We don't talk about North Carolina football. We talk about Carolina basketball, baby. Not football. But if they not Clemson off, dude, how do you not put them in the top four? I mean, I know that's a huge jump, but I, if they knock off the number one team in the country, man, I, I'm sorry. I think you got to put them in. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. I mean, it would be really hard to – to not. And so you know, here's another scenario that we've not talked about. Break it. Let's say Florida, you know, I said before, Florida beats Alabama, Ohio State's in. Think about this. Florida beats Alabama. North Carolina beats, beats Clemson, Clemson in like triple overtime by a two-point conversion. So they win, but Clemson, Clemson's only loss of the year, Clemson would be 12-1. and one. Their only loss of the year would be in like triple overtime by a two point conversion. You could see where Clemson, okay, that you know, they lost, they dropped from 1 to 4 and they're still in. You could see something like, you know, then that would put Oklahoma at number 1, either the Iowa Michigan State winner at number 2, UNC number 3 and Clemson number 4. I could almost see Iowa being the number 1 team in the country. If they beat Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship, they'd be the only undefeated team left. If that played out, Chris. If that if they thumped played them. out. If they thumped them. If, if they look like Iowa's looked all year long, but still won. Because Iowa's not looked good. Not they've dominant. Winning. They've been winning, but they've been winning ugly. If they win ugly, I, I think that Oklahoma would still be ahead of them in that scenario. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Iowa's going to have to prove it. They're 
they're Iowa. I mean, they had never the nine, they'd gone nine and zero once previously, ever, ever. Yeah. In, in this year, like ten and zero, was the first time ever going ten and zero. So I mean, this is a program. I mean, they, they've got to prove 12 it. And 0. You know, it was kind of like TCU last year. T, you know, if yeah. if it was between if 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 you just took the the helmets off of TCU last year and put Texas's helmets on them, <laughs> and they had the same record, and it came down to Texas or Ohio State making it to that number four spot, I might not have seen the Buckeyes in there. You know, you might not have. So it's I mean, because ba- these TCUs, Baylor's, North Carolina, Iowa. They they kind of got to prove it, you know. I mean, they've not your Ohio State, Alabama, you know, even Clemson to an extent, but especially Ohio State and and, and Alabama and Oklahoma. I mean, they've proven that they're they're big boys, you know. They're big boys in the block, and if they're gonna have a you know a a conference championship type of season, then they automatically are in there and are uh, ranked extremely high, you know. But I mean, Iowa, no one's going to believe it until they see it. Now, it would be a different story if Iowa was just crushing people all year long and was 12-0. and 0. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. Uh, Iowa, right, they're not your traditional football power, although, I mean, they have had, obviously, successful teams. They've had some successful seasons, even as of late. Um, they played in some big bowl games. They've won some big bowl games. They've had some, some you know, throughout the years, decent names come out of their program. Um Obviously, Hayden Fry, I think, is still revered. Of course, probably if there's anybody under the age of 25 or even 30 listening to this podcast right now, they'll be like, who the hell is Hayden Fry? But Hayden Fry, you and I both remember, longtime coach uh, for the Iowa Hawkeyes that had uh, you know some great seasons and some, some great players come out of his program. Uh, still revered is obviously probably the greatest coach in Iowa history. Um, although now with Kirk Ferentz having done what Hayden Fry couldn't, I'm sure that a lot of people are, are probably saying now that Kirk is the man. But um, if Iowa um, is able to, I mean, if Iowa wins, they're in, period, obviously. Um, depending on who does what above them, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, which at this point right now, um, there's no way the committee is going to drop Oklahoma from the top four just because they don't play in a conference championship game. Okay, they no. won their conference, and they proved that they are the best team in the in the Big 12, and although they had a crappy early season loss to Texas, um, they still finished strong. And at this point, I would say, Oklahoma, you're in, without a doubt. Iowa, you beat Michigan State, you're in. Vice versa, Michigan State, you beat Iowa, you're in. So Oklahoma's at least in one of the one of the four teams. Winner of Iowa, Michigan State, there's your second team. Now the interesting facet comes in, though. Alabama loses, yeah, they're done. They're out. So does that mean an SEC team will not get in to the college football playoff? An SEC team will actually not be playing or have the ability to play for a national championship in how many years? I mean, that would in itself just be mind-blowing if Alabama were to lose. Now, here's the thing. They are not going to lose to Florida. I guarantee they are going to stop 
Florida into submission. They are going to make Florida look terrible. Terrible. This is just a god-awful offensive Florida team, and there's no way if they couldn't score any points against Florida State that they're going to be able to score against Alabama. And summarily, if Florida State's able to drop 27 points on Florida's defense, then I'm scared to see what Alabama is going to be able to do. And Derrick Henry is probably just going to just run roughshod all over them. But for the sake of this argument, Alabama loses, Clemson loses, and even regardless of how Clemson loses, unless it is something crazy like you said, a triple overtime you know, defeat where they lose by two, and North Carolina does win, are they – here's my thing. Is the committee really – do they really want two teams from the same conference in the college football playoff? No. So if Iowa or Michigan State wins and 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 one of those two teams are going, then I, I think Ohio State's out, man. I just I hate to say it. I just I don't no 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 you're 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 overthinking this. So <sighs> why? Let's let's say if if Florida beats Alabama, you're telling me right now. You know, uh, somebody between Iowa and Michigan State is going to lose, right? Clemson, we'll say Clemson beats North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You're telling me 10 and 2, Notre Dame is going to go in over a defending national champion, 11 and 1, Ohio State, that puts the most t- people in front of TV sets? No. Say uh, maybe, say Stanford wins. 11 and 2, Stanford goes in over 11 and 1, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stanford lost to, Northern, to Northwestern. One thing you have to think about here is Ohio State's loss, out of all the teams that we're talking about, they have the best loss. They might not have the strength of schedule of some of the teams that are ahead of them. You know, they only have one win over a top 25 team, and that's against Michigan. But their loss was to what's currently ranked the number five team in the country by three points in the rain with time expiring off the clock as the, the ball went through the uprights. That's as good as it gets for a loss. The only the only better, you know, quote unquote better loss than that was Notre Dame's loss by two points to Clemson. But Notre Dame now has two losses. So they're out. I, I'm just who are you gonna put in ahead of Ohio State? The only person that the only team you could put in ahead of Ohio State would be if you went with a twelve and one Iowa. If Iowa lost to Michigan State, you'd say, okay, 12-1 Iowa goes in over 11-1 Ohio State. But you'd still be in the same scenario where you'd have two teams from one conference in there. So, and in which case, if you're going to put two teams from one conference, I'm sorry, Ohio State's going to win out over Iowa. They are, especially well, with the way they curb-stomped Michigan. I, I would agree in that. I just, in that I mean, I just don't see who you're going to put in there. I mean, I... I well, here's my... Maybe, I, I, okay, let's, let's say... Let's say Alabama beats Florida. Or I'm sorry, Alabama loses to Florida. And Stanford just annihilates USC. So now you got 11 and 2 and they just they they do like what Ohio State did to Wisconsin and they go like 60 nothing on USC. So then you'd have an 11 and 2 Stanford conference champion over an 11 and 1 that Ohio State I, I think that, that that at that point maybe, but I mean, I mean, I would have to see them annihilate USC. 
I guess my thinking is is that if you are going to have two teams from the same conference get in, and I understand what you're saying about Ohio State uh, and their one loss, it certainly looks better than, yes, Michigan State's one loss, uh, aside from Notre Dame's loss to Clemson. And, yes, now they have two losses, so Ohio State still has one loss compared to Notre Dame's two, albeit to two top ten teams by a combined four points. It doesn't get any better than that if you're going to lose football games. Yeah, Alabama's loss to Ole Miss doesn't look great. Obviously, Oklahoma's loss to Texas <laughs> looks like crap. Uh, Baylor's got two losses. Stanford, um, Oklahoma State, Florida, they've all got two losses. If North Carolina somehow knocks off Clemson, and it is as close as you say, but they still win, they've just won their conference championship. They've beaten the number one team in the nation, and they only have the one loss. And granted, it might have been a crappy loss earlier in the year. Who are you telling me they lost to again? Uh, the Gamecocks. Yeah, South Carolina, which obviously South Carolina is That's a really loss. horrible loss, but... Hey, Ohio State's loss last year to Virginia Tech was not much better. And no. it was to an ACC team rather than an SEC team, which, let's face it, people are still giving SEC teams that amount of credit. If North Carolina were to beat Clemson in a close one, I, personally, if you're going to keep Clemson in the top four after losing a triple overtime game by two points, you'd have to put North Carolina in the top four as well. You might oh, yeah. have two teams from the ACC playing yeah. in the in the college football playoff. Yep, yep. Would that yeah, that no, not that's be what I, that's nuts. what I was saying. If if Clemson, say, so if Florida, if Florida would somehow win, and Clemson loses narrowly to UNC, I could see the three seed being the Tar Heels and the four seed being Clemson. And then, you know, Oklahoma and the Big Ten champ, one and two. Yeah, I mean, that could happen. I, I, again, I, this is, this is all a some unlikely things to occur. It's unlikely that, that Alabama is going to lose to Florida. But, hey, you know, I mean, uh, Ohio State was two touchdown favorites versus Michigan State. Yeah, I'd, I'd, and I, I, I don't know, man. I just, oh, God, I just, I don't know why. And, and yes, they are Ohio State. They are, they have got to be the biggest television draw. I mean, you just said it. The, this Saturday's game against Michigan was the highest rated noon ABC broadcast of all time. I mean, were they showing this on Mars as well? <laughs> what about the number one versus number two game in 06? You're telling me that eighth-ranked Ohio State and 10th-ranked Michigan was a higher draw than when they played back in 06 when the two teams were undefeated, ranked number one and number two in the country? How in the hell is that possible? I mean, seriously, man. Was it a I noon mean, game then? Huh? Was it a noon game that year? Yeah. Actually, you want to know what? No, no. I feel like that was the one year it hasn't been. In it news. was a three thirty game. There was like two years in a row there for whatever reason, um, or like like in oh five they had it at like one o'clock, and then oh six they had it. At, that's that's why. That's why because in oh six it was a three thirty game. That's right. Son of a bitch! I totally forgot about that. Wow. 
Okay. But at any rate, Ohio State is <laughs> a major television draw, probably the biggest draw of any college football team out there. And I just, I still, if you just want to take all the intangibles, put them together, them being eighth ranked in the country, um, which I still think Ohio State could go play with anybody in the country. We all oh, know yeah. this. We all oh, yeah. know this. And 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 Alabama obviously could. I think Oklahoma could. Um, I've honestly got. And even though Clemson, yes, did beat Notre Dame, I've got. My, I, I I've got my doubts about them being able to play with an Alabama um, or even a Michigan State. Um, I think oh, Michigan if, State if, could, if you could just. Could play you against just anybody say, more so than Iowa. If you just want to say, who do you think are the best four teams, and and forget about this, like how rankings occur, you know, with like the loss earlier in the year means more than the loss later in the year and all that. If you tell me who are the top four teams, it's a, a pick 'em for me between Ohio State and Alabama at one and two, and then then Clemson at three, and I don't know if. I don't know if I'd even put Oklahoma at four. Maybe Oklahoma at four. I'm, frankly, I'm not very impressed with the Big 12. So, yes, Oklahoma went 11-1 and one in the Big 12, but they beat a bunch of teams that suck. So what does that tell you? You know, I, to me, the Big 12, the, you know, that, that conference is is shaky. You know, they, um, well, I mean. We're talking about a TCU team that beat Minnesota. Granted, it was the first game of the year and it was on the road, but. By what seven points? Yeah, I mean TCU is a five, or uh, I'm sorry, Minnesota is a five-win team. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I, I I don't know that even Oklahoma would be in the top four. I would have to think about it. Who would be my fourth team? But but it would be clearly Ohio State number one and number two, and then much much further down would be Clemson. So well, maybe not much. That's maybe that's maybe not fair. I, I would put Clemson probably not that far down from them. But it, but it would that would be the that would be the pecking order. I bet if you ask Vegas, neutral field, you know, Alabama is uh, your number one team. It's it's probably Alabama and Ohio State. Personally, in fact, in fact, before the Michigan State game, oh, I, I don't know, Vegas, they, somewhere you could you could, they had odds on this kind of thing where like what would the odds be of Alabama playing like the field? And it was like Ohio State was the only team that was favored over Alabama. On a neutral field. On a neutral field. That probably changed after the Michigan State game. But prior to that, that's what it was. And so, you know, it's and at that at the time, Ohio State was number three in the rankings. But it's, you know, Vegas basically had Ohio State one and Alabama two. So, you know, based off of that. Well, if you just, you know, if you just kind of do the do what they say, the eye test or just... You know, if you're truly a fan of, of football and you really love to at least watch the game, and I know you, sir, are literally a, a, a you know, professor when it comes to, um, to, the, to the game. You're a student of the sport. You really do sit there and you break things down. I know you look at them with a critical eye and you're able to discern, you know, certain uh, offensives and defensive schemes, the whole nine. So you, I know you can really sit there and impartially judge uh, when it comes to uh, a game and who legitimately looks good and who doesn't. Now, I'm not that in-depth. I mean, I can certainly read defenses 
but you, you, sir, are are the king of the crop. I'm serious as far as that kind of stuff's concerned. But when I look at it, when I look at a team and I see them play, I mean Alabama after what they've done after their loss and they're basically lambasting teams left and right. I, they're number one in, in my book. I mean, just yeah. like Ohio State in this past weekend, <clears throat> after they lose to Michigan, look or excuse, uh, Michigan State, and look at what they did against the Smelly Rodents. I mean, they were just a completely different team. They were possessed. They had a chip on their shoulder, and they were out to prove they were a lot better than that loss at home to Michigan State. That is the mark of a good team. And Alabama proved it too after losing at home to Ole Miss. And hey, not everybody wins. And Alabama's proven it. Ohio State's proven it. Michigan State has proven it. Notre Dame, the whole nine. I mean, everybody but two teams right now in the entire top 25 of of college football have proven that it is difficult to win week in and week out. And two of those unde- and the only two undefeated teams left in Clemson and Iowa, I'm sorry, I do not feel are one of the best four teams in the country. They've got to prove it this weekend. And if Iowa does indeed beat Michigan State and they do it by more than a touchdown, then I'll be like, okay, Iowa, you're in. You're in. You, you've proven to me you just beat Michigan State. You are in. But if I had to go right now without all this conference, you know, like the season's done and that's it. There's no conference championship game or anything like that. We're going to go back to like, you know, what, 25 years ago, back in the the late 80s when the season was done and you just ranked the teams as you saw them. Alabama would be one. Ohio State would be number two. (sighs) You know, I'd probably throw Michigan State in number three. And Oklahoma, I guess, number four. And I know that that leaves out Iowa and Clemson, who are undefeated, and probably just because of the fact that they went through their seasons undefeated, they they would uh, essentially probably be the number one and number two ranked teams in the country if you know we were doing it back in the eighties. But I don't know. I just I I think. Uh, this weekend, I think Clemson will beat North Carolina, um, but I'm calling it right now. I think Michigan State beats Iowa. I think Michigan State beats Iowa, um, and you're going to see Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Michigan State are going to be your four representatives in the uh, college football playoff, and Ohio State is going to be sitting right there at the number five spot from the outside looking in. So, Chris, let's just say that Stanford clobbers USC and, and, and the teams we just mentioned do indeed win. Iowa loses. Where does Ohio State go? Who are they playing? Well, that would put them in the Rose Bowl. You think they're you, – they, they, I would have to agree. Yeah, there's yeah. no way that the Rose Bowl committee wants to take a one-loss Iowa team over a one-loss Ohio State team. Because yeah, then no, Michigan State – Michigan State will be in the college football playoff, and so from that point, they would have to take somebody from the Pac-12. Because from my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, dude, but my understanding is is that they at least have to take uh, the winner of each conference, Pac-12, Big Ten, if one of them are not playing in the um, uh, college football playoff, correct? Right. And then... If one of them is playing in the college football playoff, then they at least still have to take the winner of the other conference, and then they can invite whoever the hell else they want from that conference 
that has a representative in the college football playoff. But if you're the Rose Bowl committee, why would you not want to invite Ohio State, right? Right, yeah. So I actually, I think if they're, if one of the conference champions has been taken from them, you know, if either the Pac-12 champion is in the playoffs or the Big Ten championship champion is in the playoffs, I think they can take whoever they want to replace that team that was gone. It wouldn't even have to be Ohio State. They could take Notre Dame. That's what I'm or something saying. Like that. Exactly. But what the what the Rose Bowl committee has said is we want to preserve this as being a Big Ten, Pac-12 thing. And we're going to pretty much, we're going to always take. Now maybe, a rep from each conference. Yeah, maybe, maybe the, I, I'm trying to remember like what their exact words were, but they basically, basically that's what they said. Yeah. Now, if I got to the point where like you're trying to choose between, like say, say Stanford was in, not that there's any chance that that's going to happen, but let's just say like Stanford was in, and you, your choice is between you could you take the next best team would be like Utah, or you take Notre Dame. That would be hard to pass up Notre Dame if you're over like a Utah, you know, <laughs> if you're the Rose Bowl committee. Well, but, yeah. But to this point though, but 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 the thing is, Ohio State is not Utah. Uh, Ohio State preserves that tradition of having the Big Ten versus the Pac-12, and. Let's face it, they're pro- if they play like they played versus Michigan, they're the best team in the conference. I mean, they're getting the best team in the conference. Not to mention, like, you know, quite possibly the number one team in the nation as far as, like, putting, uh, you know, people in front of TV sets with all the ads dollars. If, if not the number one, they're right up there. You know, they're in the top few. And certainly, uh, you know, Michigan State and Iowa are nowhere near that. Well, so now let's get weird for a second. Let's say... USC pulls the upset over Stanford, and USC is the Pac-12 representative in the Rose Bowl at 9-4. and If you're Ohio State and you get an invite from the Rose Bowl to go out there and play in what is considered the granddaddy of them all, like you said, it's it's, um, tradition Pac-12 Big Ten winner they square off and for years of course Ohio State USC was a huge Rose Bowl matchup Michigan USC Ohio State UCLA Michigan uh, UCLA the whole nine blah 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 um, but if you're Ohio State and USC wins the Rose Bowl and let's just say there's an opportunity to go play like Florida State in the Peach Bowl or North Carolina even in the Peach Bowl. Better ranked, higher ranked team. Uh, Let's say Clemson loses to North Carolina and somehow drops out of the top four and the Peach Bowl sends Ohio State and Clemson uh, a rematch from two years ago from the Orange Bowl. If Stanford loses to USC and USC is a representative in the Rose Bowl, does Ohio State snub the Rose Bowl and go somewhere else to play a better, higher-ranked team? Or do they suck it up, go out and play USC in the Rose Bowl and keep the Big Ten, Pac-12 tradition alive? Well, Ohio State will go to the Rose Bowl. They'll, they will keep the tradition and go there. Uh, me as a fan, oh my God, Clemson, Ohio State in the Orange Bowl, that would be awesome. <laughs> get a little <laughs> oh revenge, you know? Well, and it would be a chance for redemption if Ohio State goes out and then like just whacked Clemson. I mean, even, even they just win by like two scores. I mean, they don't have to like blow them out like they did Michigan, but win by two scores over Clemson. 
I mean, at the end of the year, they're probably going to be ranked second, maybe third worst. Oh, dude. You know, that would be a pretty sweet finish to the year where, you know, if they whack USC, I mean, they're still going to be top four. If they, if they, if Ohio State wins the Rose Bowl, they're going to be top four. Maybe, maybe even third. But, um, or, you know, maybe depending on how it plays out, I mean, they could be as high as two. They, of course, won't be one. But, um, you know, if Ohio State's really impressive in whatever, whoever they play, uh, you know, they have a chance to finish really, really high. But boy, would that be a sweet and be a way to just make a statement to the nation that, you know what? You all left one of the best team out, you know, and we just proved it by what we did to to Clemson. This team that was number one, you know, half the year. That would be really, really sweet. Well, I'd love to see that. I, I would love, obviously, to, yes, get a little get back on Clemson after losing the Orange Bowl a couple of years ago. Um, but... Man, you know, the Rose Bowl, even if it is against a 9-4 and four USC team, I'd like to pay those bastards back, you know, from what they did to us in, in 08 and 09. You know, that, well, I'll, I'm I'll tell you this. salty about those two games. I'll tell you this. That's a game, Ohio State versus a 9-4 and four USC, it's almost like a game they can't win because – because USC would have has so many nine and four. That doesn't sound right. Is that right? Yeah. yeah I guess that would be nine and four yeah. if they no. They would be ten and three, right? No, they were seven and four going into that UCLA game, and they won. So they're eight and four now. And if they beat Stanford, they'd be nine and four. Nine and four. Jeez. I know. So um, th- that's the thing. It's like okay, if you beat nine and four USC, you're now it's now a nine and five team. It's almost like, you know, you just beat somebody you were supposed to beat. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm you, saying. If you lose, it's like, oh my God, the sky is falling. You lost a freaking, you know, nine, a nine win team, a team with four, you lost to a team with four losses. It's a lose, lose situation. You're right. Yeah. yeah so it, it's where with Clemson, you know, a 12 and one Clemson versus 11, one Ohio state. I mean, Ohio state might not even be favored in that, you know, that that's, that could be a pick them or that could Clemson could be even the favorite in that. So well, and see, that would be a game where you would actually have a chance. To, it would be a real win, you know, regardless of what the spread is. You win that game, people are going to be impressed. You win it by a point, people are going to be impressed. You beat Clemson by a point in the Orange Bowl. Where basically, I mean, unless you just like curb stomp USC, you know, you, you pull a like Big Ten championship versus Wisconsin 62 to nothing kind of thing against them. And that's even, even then, is, is 62 to nothing versus a four loss team as, as impressive as a uh, one-point victory over Clemson? I, no. I don't know. No? Yeah, probably not. And, you know, I mean, so it's, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying, you know, and I mean, I love the Rose Bowl, and I think it's a fantastic consolation prize. You know, it's what we played for, for years, my my whole entire life oh, until yeah. ECS era, you played to go to the Rose Bowl. So it's cool as hell that they're, they're going to get a chance to go to that after, you know, having their hearts ripped out by Michigan State. But, um, but boy, that you've, you, uh, you dirty bastard, you having me think these thoughts. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's possible. It's possible. Is it likely? I, I personally think that Stanford is going to go on and beat USC, but Stanford USC has been a hell of a game the last several years between those two. But it's a possibility. If USC were to beat Stanford, USC is going to the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl still at least has to take one winner from the conference. And we've established that the winner of Iowa-Michigan State is going to the college football playoff. So at this point, they have to take 
beat the winner of the Pac-12 game. If it's USC, then they can invite whoever they want. And yes, they want to keep tradition alive. So more than likely, they're going to extend an invitation to Ohio State. So where does that leave Ohio State to play a 9-4 and four USC team? And yes, it's in the Rose Bowl, but what if there's an opportunity for a better bowl? Against a, not a better bowl, but a bowl game against a better team, like a Clemson or uh, a Notre Dame. They're, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll go out and rematch Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl, you know? What about uh, Oklahoma State or something? I don't know. It's just playing a 9-4 and four USC team, even if it is in the Rose Bowl, is not going to do Ohio State any justice in proving that they were indeed one of the best teams in college football this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not going to happen. Ohio State, if they get an offer from the Rose Bowl, they're they're not taking it. Take it. They're 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 taking it. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 just not going to happen. But I hear what you're saying. Now that would be pretty sweet. And you know what? I'll have to say this: USC kind of scares me a little bit because it's one of those where Ohio State might be hanging their head a little bit, feeling bad that they didn't get to play in the college football playoffs. You know, they didn't get the win the Big Ten, and now they're playing a nine and four team. Oh, geez, you know, in Clemson or uh, Clemson, USC is very talented. That's it. That, that program is a sleeping giant. You know, I mean, remember what they were like, you know, a few years back before yeah. uh, old sleazy Pete left for the NFL. <laughs> that program was they were a freaking monster. Insane. And they, I mean, they have such an advantage in recruiting being in Hollywood and just perfect weather and like gorgeous babes everywhere and, and just tons of talent in the state of California. I mean, that, that team is loaded. Will I mean, Farrell being your spokesperson. Will Farrell, Yeah. You know, I mean, um, <laughs> no, you know, I, let's toss up. Who, who would you rather have LeBron, LeBron James or Will Farrell? You know, that's, that's tough. Boy, that uh, is tough. I'll, Will, I'll Will's giving me a lot more laughs than LeBron I, ever has. That's, so. that's true. I mean, you know, <laughs> LeBrizzle's my boy for shizzle, you know, being from the OH. But, boy, Will Ferrell, there's just something to be said about that son of a bitch. It just makes you laugh. And a yeah. lot of the times, <laughs>, laughs draws more than uh, anything else. So, um, well, sir, uh, I, I think we've kind of hit our uh, plateau here as far as time is concerned. So, um, I want to thank you for joining me in this discussion. And, and, and after Tuesday, when the college football playoff comes out and – uh, official bowl invites are sent and accepted uh, after this coming weekend. Um, we're going to have to talk again because we're going to have, uh, a, you know, at least one more game for the Buckeyes to break down. Let's hope it's possibly, you know, possibly two more games. But uh, I guess we're going to find out after uh, this coming Saturday as to where the Buckeyes are going to be headed. So uh, before we rip it out here, anything, uh, anything else you want to throw out to the one or two listeners to, to coach uh, Meyer, of course, our one de dedicated listener. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, like I tell you every week, coach, uh, <laughs> I know that um, you're addicted to the those uh, silver pipes of, of Mr. Evans. <laughs> well, but uh, I do a show without Andy called Choice Conversations. And if you'd come check that out, too, uh, you, you probably would like it. So just do a Google search for Choice Conversations and come check it out. We talk about politics relationships, a lot of parenting, health. So uh, come on over. It's fun times. Choice conversations. And uh, vaccinations if you're ever bitten by a smelly rodent. Exactly. It's very important. <laughs> very important to get vaccinated after being bitten by a smelly, smelly, dirty, smelly rodent. 
Awesome. <laughs> Choice conversations there, Coach. As well as anybody else who might have uh, hung around this long for the Buckeye Leaf cast, I want to appreciate. Uh, I, I want to thank you, and I appreciate everybody out there who has come along uh, for the ride here of this regular season of the second uh, annual Buckeye Leaf Cast. Chris and I have certainly put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this. And uh, from the bottom of my heart and, and his heart as well, uh, we want to thank you, everybody out there who's uh, taken the time to listen to the show. Um, and uh, not only Choice Conversations, but Christie's Cleaning Services, LLC. It's not clean until it's Christie clean. Be sure to visit Christie's Cleaning Services, LLC, Facebook page. Also, Baker House on 8 for all the sweetest treats and delectable delights that you can fit into your mouth. It's Baker House on 8. Visit their website at bakerhouseon8.com. That's B-A-K-E-R-H-O-U-Z-O-N, the number 8.com, as well as columbuswired.net, your premier source for all of Central Ohio as well as the entire state of Ohio sports. We cover Columbus Crew, Blue Jackets, who are, I think, 7-3, seven 7-4 and three, seven and four here. Their last uh, 11 games, I believe, last 10-11 games, doing well. As well as Ohio State, of course, Buckeye football, Buckeye basketball, which we're not going to talk about because they've lost three in a row now, Chris. Uh, but they're looking to rebound, if you will, here and uh, have a big game against <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> Oh boy, Buckeyes taking on the Cavaliers in basketball here on Tuesday night. So after you're uh, watching the college football playoff top uh, four rankings, be sure to check out the Ohio State men's basketball team, get their ass kicked against uh, a highly rated uh, Virginia Cavalier team. Must see TV. Oh, my God. Must turn the channel <laughs> TV is what it's going to be. Trust me. They they put up a fight against Memphis. They may have lost in overtime, but damn it, they put up a, uh, a fight against the old Tigers. So, then, again, both teams did have something in common, Chris, going into that game. Both Memphis and Ohio State lost to UT Arlington. Oh, my God. I know, right? So, at least we can't feel bad that we lost to a team that both of us lost to in overtime something to be said about that i still feel bad about it <laughs> so do i <laughs> all right brother well until uh next saturday or sunday or monday at this point sleeping like we always do oh h oh go bucks